Leave it there. I'm gonna leave it out. The the last thing that you said. I didn't, I didn't like what I said. I like what you said. Well, I just paid off a debt. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a debt that has been following me for less than seven years, but more than three. And I kind of thought, you know, I'll just I'll just forget about it and it'll drop off. You know, as as we've been told, <laughs> after, after seven years, it'll drop off and they'll they'll stop bothering you. They'll stop, you know, all the things and it'll affect your credit. But then it'll eventually like bounce back because it gets recycled or whatever. And okay. um, I went into that thought with no problem. Recently, due to the, my um, my life changes of moving in with the girlfriend and looking to either rent or purchase uh, an abode for the two of us mm-hmm. and our respective families, uh, you know, credit came up. And my credit is subpar. It's less than it should be. And so if there's any kids listening to this, if you make mistakes, fix them. Because <laughs> especially with credit, it comes back to bite you. Um, in any event, for the past like month and a half, I have been utilizing uh, backup funds that I have had saved uh, for other things to pay off past debts. And oh, I've raised my credit score. I won't say the score, but I'll just say I've raised it quite substantially good and it's it's been very uh therapeutic cathartic and uh relaxing to finally get rid of things that have been holding me back from being able to do other stupid things like hey i'm going to have a midlife crisis and buy a tesla now go. i could maybe buy a tesla <laughs> i mean that's a substantial amount of money that's that's nothing to gawk at if you're if you're serious about like man I, I I could do this like that's that's awesome dude. No 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 let let, let me let, let me say uh, what I mean by that is the stupid part of me is saying my credit is going to be so good that some bank or loan company uh, you know credit union will say yes we'll give you money for a loan to buy a Tesla and then I will be back in the hole to pay off those monthly debts toward the Tesla because a monthly payment for Tesla is nothing to gawk at. And I am not in a place to be putting any money <laughs> toward a Tesla. Oh, but it'd be so in, fun. That, it would that, be fun. No, no, no. Right, but that's, that's, for all a that, month. that's all it takes is, is if it's fun, then do it. Right. It I would mean, be fun no... for a month. And then I would get that bill. The first saying, payment. Hey, <laughs> you remember you bought a Tesla? Uh, oh, Oh yeah, I I thought that this was like a, you know, an honor honor system or something. Like no, no, we, we kind of we, need your money will now. Will it be required payments or will it be uh, the honor system? Um, right. Why yeah. is this a question? Why Isn't do you this ask? This an honor system, you know, based California law that you know everybody that's into tech just has Teslas and we just get a pass because we're so techy and cool like Elon. No. Oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> There's actually a, a YouTuber who lives in Utah. Uh, him and his son do have a couple of channels. And he is such a Tesla nut that he's not only purchased, um, I think, the Model S, but he's also purchased the original Tesla Roadster just for the heck of it. And oh, he's my also, goodness. 
He's on the list to get the new Roadster that they announced or showed off like a year ago. And uh, I don't know, just living vicariously through him and all of his exploits of doing Tesla things and being invited to Tesla events. I'm like, I want that. (laughs) But then I I realized, oh, wait. He's a full-on, full-time, double-time YouTuber because of the because of his double, double channels mm. and all of his other things that he has to deal with. So, uh, good for you, good for you guys over there. Yep, but um, that's a that's a big thing is you need to not measure yourself off of somebody else's success. Like no, you can you're strive right. for it, but you don't definitely don't want to measure yourself and say, "Oh, hey, they're successful. Why am I not?" It's like, nah, eh, hold on, they. They probably it took them years to get there, and and you... that's the thing. I, I I'm glad you said that. That that's the thing. Like, I'm not right now, but I have the ability and drive to be just as, if not more than, they are currently. And so instead of rushing to get to that level and having the image or the illusion that I'm at that level Mm -hmm. and buying Tesla's and name brand clothing and (laughs) things like Ferragamo belt buckles that cost $200 because it's a stupid belt buckle, but it is Ferragamo or however you pronounce it. I'm pretty much done doing all that sort of stuff because I'd rather not be be in a hole anymore. Good for you, man. Have you always been on top of your money? No. I mean, again, Are you kidding wanna... me? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, no. You just you seem to you seem to me to be a, a fairly responsible young man. You know, you're you late twenties. You know, haven't hit thirty yet. Um, whenever I talk to you about things that will cost money, you're not apprehensive about it, but you look at all the options. You're like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Let me wait to do this or let me wait to do that. And what what in your life was like the turning point, would you say, that made you say, okay, I can't just go out and buy the Razor Chroma speakers that I want. By the way, I want them so badly. (laughs) Um, I'm going to wait for a sale or I'm going to wait for a bonus or I'm going to wait for maybe a birthday gift or something. So that's not necessarily the issue. I've been always like fairly responsible with my money where like I want to you know live with live, live within my means the issue is is that years ago I uh, had some terrible roommates and I lived in the red for about a year and a half maybe longer can't really remember the exact time frame but I lived very very in the red so yeah that was that was fun and I'm still still digging myself out of that because it it put my put me in a big way and you know with with rent and everything and the cost of living going up in Utah at a constant rate uh yeah I'm I I'm not living in the red anymore but I'm still trying to pay off those issues back then but uh, yeah I I would say I've always been fairly responsible with money I mean obviously you know we always get those like splurges and stuff like that but sure. for the most part I'd say like I I try to be on top of things, try not to, you know, okay, if I really want something, I'm not, I try not to buy it just right on the spot. Um, and if that does happen, then, you know, it's a rare occurrence. How often would you say you want to purchase something and one of your initial thoughts, not your first thought, but also not your last thought. One of your initial thoughts are, 
I'll just put it on the credit card. Uh, never. I will put it on a credit card. Like if it's a situation where, uh, like, oh, I'll get more, you know, I have the money, but, or I will have the money come this paycheck, uh, or, you know, get more points for the purchase or something like that. If I do it this way, like I'll try to maximize my dollar, but I, I try not to use credit cards. It bit me. I, I think I did it like once or twice, like about 10 years ago. And it bit me really fast uh, because it's just like, oh, look, now I have to pay this off. And, uh, oh, I can afford it. That's fine. But what happens if, you know, now I've got to take the bus to work because the car broke. And so I have sure. different, you know, uh, mon- monetary obligations. And it's, right. yeah. it's like different cascading issues that just kind of creep up on you. Yeah. And so I've had it bit, bite me once and that was enough. But unfortunately, living in the red uh, for some time has seriously slowed me down, which is why like sometimes like I'll say like, it feels like my life's on hold because it's like, all I'm doing is just paying off for what has happened in the past. And if that wasn't the case, I'd be doing, I'd be doing pretty good. Like, sure. But unfortunately I've got to pay for what was. Yeah. It definitely, like, like I said before, if you're a young person listening to this, it will it will definitely creep up on you. And one thing that I learned uh, over doing some research with, you know, at least this works for the United States. I don't know how it works for, you know, Canada or Europe or whatever, but at least in the, in the United States, this is the when it comes to like your credit cards, uh, your credit report, they don't want to see just one credit card. To increase your credit score, they want to see you be being able to juggle multiple credit cards and not only just having them, actually paying them off and mm-hmm. you actually using them. So uh, case in point, um, I have a friend who has been very honest with me about uh, their credit and he has told me his credit is so good that he pays off his bills so well that it's in the upper echelons of 800 wow. on the credit rating, he cannot get a new credit card because he's not a risk. He's not a, like credit cards won't like benefit off of him because they're not going to accrue any kind of APR off of him. He's just going to pay off whatever. Interesting. He owes. It's yeah. too good. He's too good. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those, like, why are we in this predicament? Like we, as a, as a nation have a trillion dollar debt toward countries like China. And there's an individual in California who's really good at it. And you're penalizing him for not, for being too good at it. It's like, what are we teaching? (laughs) What are we teaching our our children? No way. Children. What are, what are we teaching the citizens? Like, like you can't be good, but you also can't be bad. You have to be right in the middle, and then boom, here's a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Find a happy place, and you get a Tesla. Too good. That's that's nothing. the rule. <laughs> there you go. So my wife Maddie, as you know, has been going through all of her skin removal stuff, and has had two major surgeries uh, to get rid of a lot of the skin. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but on Friday, she had the final surgery to this, which was a, a, just a very minor one. Like, uh, you know, it was uh, in office. In, uh, so she goes in like they don't even put her to sleep. And uh, 
they do all the things they need to do, cut the skin they need to off, and they send her home. Like, she went back to work today. Uh, she could have gone the next day. Um, she just would have been very sore, but um, not nothing major, but just still had to get skin removal. But I just wanted to bring it up because I had something very interesting happen during the surgery. I got to be in the actual uh, op room during oh. the surgery. Okay. Yeah. How was that for you? Uh, <laughs> really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, um, Maddie was, like, worried that I was going to, like, pass out or something like that. Like, oh, sure. you know, with your first experience, you know, it might not be what you expected or something. Um, and they were doing, like, uh, kind of in, like, the lower armpit area, cutting off a bunch of skin there, a few inches on each side. Um <laughs> and yeah, I got to be in the room while they uh they sliced and diced her. I was taking photos and like watching it. You know what the weirdest part of the whole thing was? It smells. Oh it's, god. It smells like the dentist's office, you know that like when they're using yeah. the the drill and it has like that like kind of like you smell it feel like you're smelling your teeth. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I got to experience that and that was <laughs> it smelled so weird but it was just like yeah this this we're we're smelling burning flesh because they were cauterizing and yeah cutting yeah. with that stuff so yeah that was that was what I was smelling oh ma'am well good for you for being such a trooper to be there for your wife uh did you did she at all need like the uh the supportive hand holding of no. you, or she was no, like, no, no. I wasn't Let's allowed anywhere. This. No, no, no. I wasn't allowed anywhere near anything. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? I was, I was kept far away. Um, no, I was on the edges of the room just watching, because um, they have like a sterile field, and yeah, I wouldn't have been allowed to do that. So, what did you learn? Um, <laughs> what burning flesh smells like. What uh, fat cells look like in like in person, and not just on a photo or anything like that. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's just a lot of it that was just really interesting and fun to look at and cool. And yeah, I I would definitely if you can if you can stomach it, I'd recommend the experience 100. percent I mean, the closest that I have to that is watching my daughter being born because her mother had a cesarean C-section. Okay, so you watched a you watched a C section. I watched a C section. There obviously, cool. yeah. I mean, well, um, there wasn't that much like graphic stuff. Um, all I saw was a very slimy human being pulled out, and that was weird. But it, it, with regards to the opening uh, that she was coming out of, like the doctors had that all covered up, like it was completely sterile. Uh, yeah, like like you, they had me at least three to four feet away from the operating table, if not more. Um, I, I could see her mother. She knew something was going on in her uh, by her tummy, but she was very much on drugs. <laughs> so right, she's like, right. whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and I'm over here with my DSLR set to raw for some strange reason. And I'm like, oh, my God, the baby. But with Take re- photos. <laughs> with regards to the... Uh, which I all, I lost, by the way. I have no idea where those photos are. So, oh, so peeved. I think I saved them to a to an old iPad, 
and I used the iPad as a storage device, and I completely forgot to offload the photos. And oh no! I wiped the iPad and sent it off to Gazelle.com and got like a hundred dollars for it at the time <laughs> or something. Was it worth so, it? I couldn't tell you because that was during my um, that was during my days of uh, spending money frivolously. Wow! Well too. So the extra hundred dollars, like yay! This will go towards uh, pizza. I think I think I was still smoking cigarettes then. So like this will go towards cigarettes, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was dumb. Holy. Um, I told you it was a dumb time, like cigarettes versus baby stuff. Cigarettes. It was. It was dumb. It was very dumb. So obviously I've grown, but uh, no, it, like you, it was. It was something. Something else. And yes, I did smell that fleshy smell because you know they they had a they they uh, they had a you know cut her open. She they was made of flesh too. Yes, it's weird. They didn't. I don't think they cauterized her or anything. They they just used well, they, the scalpel, but you still there's still that scent in the air that's that's filled with disinfectant and other stuff. And you're like, what is that other stuff? Oh, it's probably you. No, oh, jeez, <laughs> probably what that is. <laughs> do you have Apple CarPlay? Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you do. Yay. So. so I know I made some remarks uh, when one of the past episodes about how I'm all upset about my workflow. And honestly, now that I'm back to just one single monitor, I'm kind of back to what you would consider normal use of computer and phone communication because... The room in which I have on my desk forces me to have the phone at a much closer proximity to where it used to be at my old desk. So now when someone texts me, I don't find it to be that much of a of of a deterrent issue, concern, annoyance. So you may have won this battle. But- <laughs> I love how this is an ongoing saga for you. Like, it just never ends. Well, it will just continue until Apple just gives up and and says, fine, we'll put iMessage on there. Um, They probably won't, but I'm just kind of hoping and and praying. A colleague of mine also said, because I know how to do containers and Docker and things like that, uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, going as far as running a, a VM of Mac OS on my computer simultaneous to running uh, Windows and I would be able to have it in a window. My word. It was this whole like inception. I could have iMessage in a window, in a window of Mac OS in Windows. I was like, yes, yes, we could do this. Now I just need to get a bootleg of Mac OS, which is super easy and da 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 da. But, um, I, I've come to the the realization of the limitations of what I want, and we're this is where we're at. But um, by the time that this recording goes out, which hopefully will be uh, Thursday, Friday of this week, the week of the twenty fourth, February twenty twenty. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, just in case somebody's listening to this, you know, in twenty one nineteen. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I will have a radio deck in my current 
a vehicle that supports Apple CarPlay as well as Android Auto. Um, so with Apple CarPlay, what am I to expect? Like in your experience and you knowing the kind of person that I am, will Apple CarPlay be useful to me? Like, do you feel like you don't hold your phone as much as you used to? Because I know in Utah, you're allowed to hold your phone while you're driving, unless the laws have changed since we've last spoken. You're, you're allowed to talk on the phone. You're not allowed to like... Well, that Sorry, yes, I need to be more clear. You're allowed to talk and hold your phone while driving, but you're not allowed to hold your phone and do other things like text, you know, scroll through your uh, Twitter handle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that you have Apple CarPlay, do you feel like you get in the car, you plug it up, and you just leave it alone, or are you still in your old ways? And no, do you think it, that Apple CarPlay was is going to be a huge like benefit to me? It, I, for the most part, don't touch my phone when I'm driving. Uh, text messages and stuff are done all through there. Um, it seems like they fixed some back-end stuff that was bugging me for a while. Uh, so that's awesome. I'm super happy about that. Because uh, originally, it like, if I... It's hard to describe. If I had a situation where I wanted to hear your text message, but then I ran into, you know, something happened and I had to pause the communication um, and come back to it later, like, uh, it'd be hard for me to get it to play, but that seems to be working. I know that sounds super confusing, but the issue I had seems to have been resolved. Yeah, I I, I think CarPlay's fun. Like, I love being able to communicate easily and not have to overthink things or uh, use my phone that much. The only thing that I have a problem with right now is Google Maps. Uh, until this most recent update, which hopefully has resolved it, has been wanting to close while I'm using it. So, like, literally I'll have directions open, and then all of a sudden on CarPlay it just closes, and I'm like, oh, um, well, I was, you know, in the middle of something, but okay. What about Waze? I have never used it since getting CarPlay. Okay. No offense to Apple Maps, but you know all of my favorites are set in Google Maps, and some of them are set in. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on. I said Google Maps, right? Did I say Apple Maps? No, no, I no. You Google said Maps. You, you, you said Google Maps. You did say okay. Google Maps. Um, I'm just saying I would like to use Google Maps as well, uh, barring that they did fix this issue that you're that you're uh, uh, referring to. Referring to, um, but. If the issue persists, not only for you, but also for I, then I would have to use some other navigation system. And if I can default to Waze, that would be awesome. But if Waze has an issue as well, too, and it's basically Apple saying, oh, we don't know, maybe you should use Apple Maps, so that works, I would hate that. Yeah. I, would hate uh, that I mean, fury. it's very intermittent. It's only like once in a while. And it's 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 weird. It. If it happens on a day, it's going to happen like five times, but it might happen only that one day out of three months. Uh, You had mentioned, and I think it was our last podcast, how in Google Maps there is controls for things that you're listening to, like whether it be Spotify or Apple Music in your Uh case. 
Um, are you referring to that in the Google Maps app or in the Apple CarPlay app? Google Maps. Um, CarPlay, uh, like it won't have it as a HUD. Okay. Um, but you can switch to music on the, the dashboard because I imagine your thing's going to be touchscreen. It is touchscreen and it also has physical buttons on the sides. So I'm hoping yeah, no, one of those it, physical buttons will allow me to switch back or or maybe one of those physical buttons will have a pause, play, skip, you know, rewind function as well, too. There is one thing, and again, it's a very small thing, not a big deal. There are certain, uh, we'll call them televised shows that um, that I listen to. I don't need to watch them. Right. And I being that I subscribe to YouTube Red or YouTube Premium, whatever they call it, um, I can actually listen to those shows with my screen off. So there's many times you'll be in my car and I'm actually listening to something that's on YouTube, not Google okay. Play Music, not a podcast. I wonder if I would still be able to do that via Apple CarPlay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, my If I had Netflix running in the background... Um, like if I had Netflix running and then I got in the car, it, it, uh, it will play what I was watching or what, what I was listening to. And Netflix will be playing with the screen locked. So I'd imagine unless YouTube decided to pull a fast one on you, you'd be fine. Okay. Well, we'll find out by Wednesday. I will going to get back into my vehicle workflow and see if all the things that I want to work will work. Well, I mean, what, what about like notifications for like your emails and stuff like that? Did did those get halted until you go back into f- to regular phone mode? They'll come through still... on the phone, just not on the. Right. The I don't expect car. you to be able to view emails on on the on the HUD. But does it tell you like, hey, you have a new no. email? No. That's awesome. No, I love that. That is great because the less distractions and the less things that are telling me that something new has arrived to my mobile device, the better. Because I think we've talked about this last time. It might not have been in a podcast, but I hate seeing the little badges saying, hey, you have something that's not red. And I... and um whether it's GroupMe or Microsoft Teams or something from Facebook, I will just open it up and close it just to get rid of that badge. And it is, it's it's bad. Like, it messes up my screen time percentage, which it's uh, very nice to see on, on iOS. But if uh, Apple CarPlay can help me keep on the straight and narrow and not look down and not be wondering about what's that email that I just got from my boss Mm. and just drive and not have to worry about it until I get to my destination. That's good. That's really good. The only four notifications I get is text messages, phone calls, uh, calendar events, and like my map. If I'm, uh, in like the music app and the map is like, Oh, you got to turn it. It'll pop up on the bottom and be like, um, FYI. Ah, oh, I like that. So in your experience, um, it, the, does, is the Apple CarPlay 
Apple CarPlay UI is going to be the same no matter what make or model of the of the uh, deck. I would right? think, yeah, right. So it really would depend because you you use Apple Music, but you also right. use Google Maps, right? So when you're using Apple Music, it's the Google Maps overlay with the respective turn, and the, does it also tell you? Um, the 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 street or the exit, or it just says turn and point three miles. Uh, if I'm on the music app, yeah, I when it just don't pops know. Up. I don't use it. I <laughs> I stick to the um, I stick to the maps app, and I'll just Siri control my music for like switching playlists and stuff. Okay, and for um, play pause, I have that on my steering wheel. Yeah, I was going to, because this is an aftermarket uh, deck, and I was going to get the steering wheel controls, um, but all of, all of my controls on my steering wheel are just, like, volume and s- changing the source, and, like, I, it's not, I'm not paying close to $120 for volume control. Sorry. Right. No, I've got, so I've got volume and skip on my steering wheel, and then play pause is... On the radio, there's just a like a knob to turn up and down the volume as well, yeah. and that one, if you press it in, it uh, play pause. Cool. Yeah. So, I yeah, I think you'd be fine with just the controls right there. I'm just excited because even if I do end up going back to Android, um, this also supports Android Auto. Um, I know Android Auto is kind of broken. A um, couple of my colleagues that use it use it, uh, you know, in with spite. <laughs> They're like, ah, it's all I got, but <laughs> but I'll use it. So yeah, that's that's one main reason why I never upgraded my radio because Android Android Auto has always kind of been behind the times of some of the mm. updates that even CarPlay has, but now that I have an iOS device, it just made sense. So Right. So yeah. Come Wednesday well, you go. we will find out. And I'm excited, yeah. Yeah, can't wait to see what you think of it. My daughter's joining the Girl Scouts. Oh yeah? Yeah. How many boxes can I put you down for? Three hundred? A pallet? <laughs> one case one box of uh A truckload. Oh, what are they called? I can't remember. The one that have the peanut butter in them. Ones that have the peanut butter. Oh, I have the whole list on my other computer. I don't. Oh, see now, you, th- this is a bad salesman right here, folks. This is, is it a oh, dosey dose? What can I put you down for? Uh, oh, well, I'm not sure what it's called. Can I talk oh. to the uh, professional here? Well, Wait. I don't know myself. Well, what? Uh, what's the point in on. having you here then? <laughs> I'm right. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah, the dosey dose. With- I was right. Crispy, uh, crisp and crunchy oatmeal cookies with peanut nope. butter filling. Nope. Wrong. Definitely not oatmeal cookies. It has peanut butter filling. What else? What else you got that has peanut butter? Uh, lemon glaze, no. S'mores, no. Toffee tastic, no. Trefoils, no. That's shortbread. Tagalongs, no. What's uh, tagalongs got? Tagalongs is... Oh, um, this actually might be it. This is the crispy vanilla cookies layered with peanut butter covered with chocolate. Oh, there you go. Tagalongs. Dosey Dose aren't bad. It's like one of the only oatmeal cookies that I'm okay with 
because it is paired with the peanut butter, I actually mm-hmm. never knew that it was oatmeal cookie until I just read it right now for the first time in my life. Yeah. But the tagalongs are good. I'm a fan of those. I'm a huge fan of Thin Mints. Uh, the Samoa cookies can uh, go to hell. I cannot stand coconut on anything, really. Coconut I, water? I love, the co- I love coconut flavor. I can't do coconut texture. I think we've talked yeah. about this before, but yeah, I know. I, I, no, I can't do either. <laughs> they also have the s'mores. Those I haven't actually, tried the s'mores. They're not bad, you know? I mean, the, it's, it's, it's not... You know, it's 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 a cookie version of of it, and, right? But in my opinion, because one of the other bigger brands have created their own s'mores, um, well, obviously a number of them, but the one that comes to mind is Oreo. Oreo s'mores are a thing, and they're not great. They're you know they're there's nothing special, but right. these are pretty close. Like you definitely taste the graham cracker, the marshmallow fluff is very marshmallowy but not too sweet and the chocolate is just a nice uh pardon the expression icing on top although <laughs> it's in the it's in the center so it's not really on top but it's good it's good is it six dollars worth i don't know and that's the thing no, it's not six dollars for a- and cookie right? right right sure it's not and cookie it's a whole package of cookie but uh i was i was uh you know uh, trying to get a list to make an order once our online ordering functionality becomes a thing. Uh, hopefully, will be done today or tomorrow. Uh, and I, I was uh, telling a friend of mine, like, yeah, that'll be twenty five dollars. Like, and that's wait, how many boxes is that? That's five boxes for twenty five bucks. Like, yeah, it's five times five, five dollars a box. I thought it was three dollars a box. Yeah, in 2007, maybe. <laughs> but inflation rates, man. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. I, I, These Girl mm. Scouts aren't going to get to Greece. Athens on their Greece. own. Greece. Oh, my goodness. Dude, the, <laughs> some, of the, some of the girls in the, in the troop. Wait, you're serious? I'm serious. Some of the girls in the troop that uh, Astrea has joined or has been uh, like ushered into or welcomed into um, are going to Greece this summer. And what the part junk? of part of the funds were raised via selling Girl Scout cookies. Now another big part of it was other fundraising uh, that they've done on their own. Mm. But selling these cookies is 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 a, is a huge, huge, huge thing uh, for uh, an incentive. Other than like, hey, get a beret that says Good Girl Scouts. Like, no, there's there's more to it. They told me, like, yeah, we went to South America last year, and they're going to Greece next year. I'm like, wait, what's happening? Can I go? <laughs> you need a you need a chaperone, right? Chaperone? chaperone well, as, uh... as a parent, you can actually sign up to be an official Girl Scout parent, and there's other reasons why you would want to do that. Um, but um, one of which is, is that, that you get kind of first dibs uh, to be chaperone on, on those outings. And I'm like, yeah. If I can go to Greece um, and, you know, be there with my daughter and show her my, my father's homeland and show her where I uh, almost got kicked off a donkey, I would love to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, uh, that'd be fun. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's it's been something. And I, I don't want to talk ill of her mother, but I, I don't feel like her mother was a big 
supporter of her joining uh, the Girl Scouts when I mentioned it like a few years ago. Um, To her, the Girl Scouts were just not something that her community does. Just wasn't something like... It just wasn't her thing, and that's that's okay. Yeah, um, but now that, you know, obviously things have changed and... Uh, my quote unquote new community is a little bit more, uh, welcoming of the idea of doing, doing Girl Scouts and, uh, Estrella's classmate is also in the Girl Scouts. It just kind of came out, came together and I took the lead and I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this for her. I'm going to pay for all the things. And I I told her mother, you might have to take her to take her to some events, but when it comes to the monetary stuff, I've got it. Don't don't worry about it. This is my thing. I'll I'll do it for her. And we'll see how long she does it cuz there are girl scouts that, you know, just like the boy scouts that go all the way to eagle scout and they're like, you know, right. boy scouts for life. All in. There are girl scouts that do that too and they're just mm-hmm. you know, uh getting into big into philanthropy and big into like giving back uh back to the girl scouts to the youngers and to the juniors hmm. and things. So uh, I, I can definitely see Estrella doing that because she loves, she loves, loves uh, helping kids that need the help. And I really admire that with uh, for her. And if I can put in, put a badge on her to, sh- to commemorate that, then, that, then uh, more the merrier. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Did you ever do Boy Scouts or have friends that did Boy Scouts um, and feel left out? I did a little bit Scouts? of it. I did a little bit of it. Uh, nothing too crazy. Like I don't. I didn't earn any badges, I don't think. And if I did, they never got like a physical badge. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't think I really did. I did more. Uh, I did this thing called Young Men's, um, which was it's something more for the LDS Church, and it's kind of like Boy Scouts, but not. And that's confusing, I know, but that's where we're at. <laughs> no, it's so it's so not, it's, it's kind of like yes and no is the answer. <laughs> I mean, so stop me where where I get go wrong, but it obviously will follow the church's teachings for young men, um, but it has aspects that are maybe attributed or inspired by the Boy Scouts. Well, it's not even just that; like there is the boy scouts in there. I mean, you can be an Eagle scout as well. It's some combination of the two that I don't understand. So I'm not the person to talk to about it. So the, the short answer no, is Quentin, you have to tell me all the things right now. Go. <laughs> no, the answer is yes, is the best you're going to get. <laughs> got it. All right. That's, that's like honestly that the best answer there is. No, I never got a chance to join the boy scouts. And I had a couple of friends, um, that joined. Were they, are, were they like, Excuse my ignorance, but were are are they in the UK? Like, is that yes. a thing for for UK people? Okay, so in the UK, they have their own scouts, but being in the UK as an expat, um, as an American, uh, because there's so many Americans in Europe and in the UK, um, there are troops that are just built there uh, via you know the 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 the, uh, the bases that are there and the other Americans that go overseas and they want to continue you know, doing the Boy Scout things. And so I I had at least five friends in, in the Boy Scouts um, when I was in England and like 
two friends in the Boy Scouts when I was in uh, Belgium. Uh, they, they, they rose from Cub Scout to Boy Scout. And I just saw them doing all these things. And they would go away for a weekend and come back and they got three new badges. And then another month they'd go away and do something, come back, and they have another badge and then an awesome story to tell. And I'm sitting down like, oh, I saw a movie this weekend. You know, it's like, <laughs> like my priorities were different, but I right. still felt left out. And so luckily one one year when I was in England – uh, a buddy of mine, Paul Davies, I'll never forget. Um, he invited me to a Boy Scout sleepover, but it wasn't just any old sleepover. It was a sleepover on a boat. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, it, but it was like this fishing boat that shouldn't, like, it was not. Not um, a houseboat. Not a houseboat. It wasn't a com- it was definitely a commercial boat. It was oh. not a consumer boat. They just had a bunch of bunk beds with nothing to do and I'm sure the boat captain needed money and said, "Hey, I could rent this out to chumps and they'll pay to use the bunks <laughs> and we'll say that it's a night on night on the Thames because it was it was it was I was going to say parked. It was uh uh, what's it called? Anchored on the Thames River in London, and boy, did we eat it up! And we were just on the boat, running around, even though they told us not to. We felt like you know, felt like so cool. We felt like we were older than we really were. It was really only like uh, I want to say eighth grade, but every single uh, kid there kept telling me like I should join the Boy Scouts because this, that, and the other reason, and. and the, um, the den dad or whatever they're called the the boy scout leader he was like you have the uh, potential to be really good like you could do you can uh, do knots really quickly and because you know they learn how to do all the sailor knots and stuff right right and i was getting all hyped up and i got home like mom dad i want to join the boy scouts the guy said i would get all these badges and this and that but again priorities come into play and it wasn't watching movies every weekend it was my music was my focus and I was, you know, being the cellist and the violinist, they're like, when are you going to practice? When are you going to be able to go to concert? When are you going to be able to go to chamber orchestra? When are you going to be able to do choir? You won't have time. You have to choose one or the other. And unfortunately, but fortunately, I chose uh, I chose music, my love of music over the, the idea of me being in the scouts. So I still feel like I, left, um, I missed out. So I'm living vicariously through my daughter. <laughs> that is what you do as a good parent. And I'm you living through my daughter. Let's sell some cookers. Like a helicopter. Oh, please don't. No, I I would never. It's tough though, dude. Like when when you see your kid doing something and you're not quite sure how the other kids are going to react and some of them might react negatively and you want to stand up for your own kid but at the same time you want them to like grow but at the same time you're like no no one says that to my kid it's such a weird in between you're like i need to find a balance i don't want to find terrible, a balance but you also feel good it's like she will learn but she's being bombarded by like these pseudo insults that aren't insults because it's another seven year old. So it's not really mean, but it is mean. Like, I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. I need an adult. You're the adult. No. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Quentin, as always, this was a pleasure. You and I are going to see each other in two weeks. So we're going to have a, a live podcast. I'm excited. Yeah, it should be fun. So until then, how can people follow you? 
on Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. And you guys can follow me at those places under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow the both of us on Instagram under Still Recording. We also have our Reddit subreddit page. And if you have anything that you'd like to let both of us know, uh, that would be the place to tell us. Uh, topics, uh, things you want to have more discussion on, it'd be great to expand it there. But until the next time, y'all be good to each other, be good to yourselves, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.